more and more people are using AI. Mostly people are experimenting with it, but uh, the technology is there now that if somebody wanted to, for example, say, hey, I need an essay on the taming of the shrew, they might be able to generate it, or I need something about Machiavelli, or I got to write something about the history of the beaver trade in Canada. AI could write the essay and think about this for a second, because not all students are good writers, then the BS detector might not go off if a professor is reading one of these essays and the writing is drab or clunky. Um, or it may actually produce a better essay than any student ever could have. Meanwhile, they are trying to figure out, much as in some educational institutions, they run essays through a filter to figure out if this is something that was bought and paid for and available on a website, or if it's actually original. With AI, though, how are they going to detect the BS there? Allison Miller is an academic integrity specialist at Metropolitan University and joins us. Am I talking to the real Allison Miller here? The real Allison Miller, yes. Okay. Um, and it's Toronto Metropolitan University, so formerly Ryerson. Yeah, I'm still getting used to that. I have to say, when I walk through the campus and I, I think, well, what is this Toronto Metropolitan University? Okay, so what kind of strategy are upper education institutions going to have to adopt to filter out the stuff that was written by a computer? I think that ultimately what people will need to do is go back to the basics in terms of identifying um so back before we had Turnitin and things like that, plagiarism was still detectable. And it was detectable because voice is very unique, right? Um, when you're writing, it has a voice is very unique. And instructors would be able to identify like unique changes in voice over the course of a paper, right? And they get to know a student's writing, et cetera. Um, I think that ultimately we're going to have to go back to that kind of awareness where you start learning the, the communication style of the student and those kinds of things. And from there, you can identify, you know, kind of large divergences from that, from that uh, style. Okay. So, but it's still going to, it's going to come down to a professor's gut, I guess. There's not going to be a technology or a filter that you'll be able to use to detect whether or not it was written by a computer. Well, to be fair, I'm not going to say gut, first of all. I'm going to say expertise. Okay. Um, but but besides that, the technology that we have now, so let's say Turnitin, for example. Um, Turnitin is a similarity detection software, so it's not a plagiarism checker. It detects similarity between text. Um, and professors are never supposed to decide whether something's plagiarized or not based on Turnitin or any other third-party you know, technology. It's supposed to be based on their expertise. So um, Turnitin is just one tool. Now with AI, there are a number of tools coming out that um, kind of purport to identify AI-generated text. Um, OpenAI, the company that created ChatGPT, just released um, what they're calling uh, AI text classifier. Um, and educators can try it now. And they can paste text into it and find out if it's been generated by AI or not. Um, but OpenAI, the creator, and 
is very cautious to point out that this is very fallible. Um, it's not foolproof. Um, they give a pretty lengthy explanation of the flaws of this kind of technology that's supposed to detect um, um, AI-generated text. So there are like some tools out there that people can use, but they they are not going to be foolproof, foolproof, and they're really easy to kind of fool themselves um, by just making minor changes to text. Thank you very much for this. Strange times we're living in and the future is, well, it's where we're going to spend the rest of our lives. Thank you. Yeah, of course.